Hi, I'm Christine Roney. Welcome to the Roney Writes Podcast. The tagline for this podcast is, let me tell you a story, because that's what these recordings are about, stories. I love to write them, and I would love to share them with you. This is Episode 3 of The Missing Key. We are starting today with Chapter 7. So let me tell you a story. The Missing Key in Ellie Bay Mystery by Christine Rooney. Have you taken care of her? Robert Larimore sat by himself at the head of a long mahogany table. He drained his wine glass as he waited for his eldest son to answer. Marco stood at the far end of the dining room. We're closing in. They locked eyes. Robert picked up the bottle of Cabernet and refilled his glass. Marco watched his every move. Find her before the trial starts. Marco nodded, turned, and left. When he got in his car, he closed his eyes. He had lied to his father. He had no idea where Brenda Kay was. His son, a computer genius, was working on it. Joey told him that he would know the moment she logged into any of her social media accounts. So far, nothing. Marco started the car. He had contacts all over the city who were beholden to his family. It wouldn't be long before she was spotted. Chapter 8 Ellie pulled her shirt over her head and threw it through the open window onto the front seat of the car. She pulled down on the bottom of her tank top as she looked up at the blazing sun. I told you it was going to be hot. Sam said as she shut the passenger door. I just thought you wanted an excuse to show off your new tattoo. Sam shook her head. Right. They both turned and looked up at a house sitting on the side of the hill. Matt said it looks like Chelsea is one of Brenda's best friends. Do you think she'll talk to us? Ellie shrugged. I hope so. They opened an unlocked gate and walked up a steep path toward the house. Before they got to the front porch, the door opened and a woman, Ellie guessed to be in her late forties, walked out. Can I help you? Is Chelsea here? We'd like to talk to her. Why? We're looking for Brenda Kay. I'm a private investigator. Brenda is missing and we're trying to find her. We were told Chelsea and her are friends. Who told you that? Is she here? She doesn't know where Brenda is. You should leave. I'd like to talk to her. She may know something that could help us. Sam caught a movement out of the corner of her eye. She turned. A drape on the picture window moved. She shielded her eyes from the glare of the sun and peered at the window. After a moment, she saw the drape move again. Chelsea, she yelled. Can we talk to you? Both Ellie and the woman whipped around. Get out of here now. The woman glared at them. You're trespassing. Ellie took hold of Sam's arm. Come on, let's go. Sam turned. She was about to say something when Ellie said, Now, Sam. Okay. They walked back to the car. Sorry, Sam said as she got in. We'll try again when their mom's not around. Who's next on the list? 
Are you going to eat that? Ellie looked down at the blueberry muffin on her plate, then over at Sam's empty plate. You want half? She picked a knife out of a cup full of plastic utensils that sat in the middle of the table and cut the muffin down the middle. Sam extended her plate just as a cappuccino was placed in front of her. She looked up at a middle-aged man wearing a black-and-white striped apron. Thanks. The man lingered. Is everything okay? Do you mind if I sit? He grabbed a chair from a nearby table. Ellie and Sam exchanged questioning looks. I heard you were asking my barista about Brenda. Oh, so that's what this is about, Ellie thought. Yes, I was told she used to work here. We thought someone might know her current whereabouts. Why are you looking for her? We just want to talk to her. No one here knows where she is. Ellie looked around. The barista and cashier were staring at her. She looked at the man sitting next to her. He was clenching his jaw, and his hand was curled into a tight fist. It was worth a shot, she said. If you hear from her, please give her this. Allie set her business card in front of him. He looked at it, then got up and walked away, leaving the card on the table. Sam and Ellie finished their coffees and left, leaving a tip under the card. Once they were in the car, Ellie turned to Sam. He knows where she is. Sam nodded. Yeah. Maybe he'll give her your card, and she'll call. Ellie started the car. Maybe. Chapter 9 Ellie tapped her pencil on the desk as she waited for Daniel to come on the line. She was just about to give up when she heard his voice. Hey, Ellie. Ellie jumped straight to the reason for her call. What is Brenda going to testify to? That she saw the man who murdered Leland. Who is he? I don't know. What? Look, she contacted us and said Ryan was innocent. Said she saw who murdered Leland, but wouldn't tell us anything more over the phone, except that he was part of a powerful family and she needed to be protected. We were thrilled to find out there was a witness, because we had nothing. Whoever set Ryan up did a good job. How do you know he's not guilty if the evidence is so stacked against him? I didn't know for sure until she called. But what if she's not for real? Why wouldn't she be? I don't know. Quinn arranged to meet her, but Brenda didn't show, and we haven't been able to contact her. She must have called on a burner phone. You have nothing else? I wish I could say we did. We'll put on the strongest defense we can, but we really need her. Chapter 10 Matt was sitting on the back patio working on his laptop. Cypress was chasing a bee, and Sam was on the phone pacing back and forth in front of a patch of wildflowers when Ellie came through the back gate. She sat down across from Matt. What's going on with Sam? The magazine wants her to make some changes to her story that she doesn't want to make. I wonder who's going to win that one. I'm betting on Sam. Ellie smiled, then pointed to Matt's laptop. What have you got? Matt tapped some keys and looked at Ellie. 
from everything Quinn told you and what I could gather from the newspapers and internet. Ryan's sister Kathy was found in a bungalow of a pretty high-end resort. Overdose. The room had been rented in Leland's name. There was evidence indicating someone had been there and tried to save her. Not long after, Leland was arrested and charged with second-degree murder, which was later reduced to manslaughter. He was released on bail, and as you know, gunned down shortly thereafter. Sam closed her phone and sat down next to Ellie. Cypress ran over and dropped a ball at Matt's feet. Not now, Cypress. He took a drink of water, then went on. It appears Kathy was a talented tennis player, but she got into drugs pretty young. According to Quinn, Ryan loved his sister and tried to help her. She went into rehab a few times. She was working as a tennis pro at a country club at the time of her death. That's how she met Leland. Ryan despised him. Several people heard him threaten Leland if he didn't stay away from his sister. That, of course, doesn't help Ryan's case. Sam's phone rang. She quickly silenced it. Sorry. Anything new on Brenda? Not really, but I did find out she worked at the same country club. Ellie stood up. That seems like a place to start. Who owns it? The Laramore family. Ellie cocked her head. Sam noticed. What? Things just got interesting. That's the end of Episode 3. Come back next week for Episode 4. If you're enjoying this story, please help me spread the word. Tell your family and friends about the podcast and be sure to let them know that they can listen for free. You can also subscribe for free, and by doing that, you'll automatically receive the latest episodes downloaded to your computer, phone, or tablet. Go to my website, ronywrites.com, for more information on how and where to subscribe. Also, please consider leaving a short review on Apple Podcasts or whatever app you listen on. Goodbye for now, until the story goes on.